Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coach Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin on 1250 AM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host. Man, for every show we've done for a while now, a long time, he is the past president of the WFCA, WFCA Hall of Fame member, associate head coach at Arrowhead. But today, two-time head coach of this All-Star game. We got two games going on today, and this is a really fun show for us to do. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm great, Mike. How are you? Man, I'm good. Here we go, man. Yeah. Here we go. We got the uh, small school game at 2 o'clock today, coming up in a few hours, and the large school game coming up at 6 o'clock, Titan Stadium, UW Oshkosh, and to be quite honest, we're we're chasing Coach Cerrone a little bit. I, man, we know he's busy. And he's uh, definitely involved in, in in this game. And we might hopefully get him on before the end of the show. But I, I know that he's incredibly busy doing what he does for this All-Star game. But so far, so good. We're ready to play a little football. Yes, we are. It's uh, As you said, it's just a tremendous day. We get to see uh, athletes who are closing out their high school careers in high fashion here at the All-Star Games. Hey, Tom, so, you know, four hours before kick or six hours before kick, do you remember what it was like that first year where you were the head coach? And and I don't think anybody else has been a two-time head coach like you have. Do you remember the first year and what you were feeling a few hours before kickoff? And I'm wondering if it was a different feeling than when you were the head coach at Brookfield East, excuse me, and at um, Dominican and over at Tosa East. I'm sure it was a different feeling, right? It was. You know, you, you worry about a lot of things, regardless of, of you know where you're at uh, before a game. But for the All Star game, you're worried about making sure that the buses arrive on time to get you to the stadium, that the game in front of um, the large school, well, the first time I did it, of course, there, there was only one game. Right. The second time there were, there were two games, and we wanted to make sure that the, 
um, small school game was over that we could get on the field and, and follow our, our schedule that we had set out for ourselves. Um, it's kind of weird waiting for a game in a dorm, which is what you have to do when you play the last game of the day. Well, and Tom, that second one's a different animal because that's the last, you know, high school game for your son. And and so that was a little bit different. The feelings you had for that game um, had to be a, quite a bit different than that first one. So you go in. You had not been an assistant coach in the All-Star game. You you jumped right in, jumped right in the deep end, if I may say so, and said, no, no, I'll be the head coach and, and let me go through this the way I think it should be done. And that first one, because of the unknown, had to be a little bit different. And then the second one had to be just very emotional for you as far as what you were about to go through with, with your son. Well, it was emotional in the sense that, yeah, it was his last game, the last time that he and I would be together on a, on a football field. But there was quite a bit of anticipation, too, for that last game because um, not only with my son, but there are several other players on that team that I was rather close to, and especially the coaching staff that I had for that game. I, I had guys that I had worked with previously, guys who had been on my staff either at Tulsa East or Brookfield East, and, you know, it was just it was weird the night before at the banquet when, when, you know, I introduced the staff and I said, hey, you know, I, I get a chance to coach with guys that I really respect and love in my last game. And uh, it turned out not to be my last game, obviously. But um, at that time, I thought it was going to be. And that's when the emotion hit me was at the banquet when I said that. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Well, there. look, there are some coaches and some players right now that are, you know what, in their gut, they're feeling it a little bit. The, the anticipation, they spent the week together, the anticipation of being able to get out on the field. And and you know, uh, Tom, firsthand, the friendships that happen this, you know, spending this time in these practices and being able to play and then raise money. And we're going to get to, you know, raising money for Children's of Wisconsin because at uh, to run down the show, at uh, next guest is going to be Major Nicholas Morales from the U.S. Marines who I love having on this show. Then Kevin Bullis, the head coach at UW-Whitewater, is going to join us. And then we'll do three segments, not only with people from Children's of Wisconsin, but then we're going to talk to Craig and and Bryce Ladwig um, a little bit about Children's of Wisconsin and their experiences there and stuff like that. And I'm looking forward to that part of it because that's pulling at the heartstrings. And I know that we can still continue to raise money for this game. And we'll we'll talk about that throughout the, the 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 show. But when we get into that four into that that third segment and that fourth segment is when we'll 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 kind of talk the most about that. Then Matt Walker, UW uh, River Falls head coach, is going to join us. And then at the end of the show, Bob Brainer from Valley Sports. And and Bob and I've known each other a long time, and I look forward to having Bob on. He's done a great job over the years doing the all-star games. And, and uh, I, I just don't think there's anybody better than him to, to, to be doing these, these games. And we'll, we'll thank him for that. You know, getting back really quick to that first time for you, you know, you, you've, I don't know how good you are at delegating on, on the teams that the normal, I guess I'd quote unquote, the, the high school teams that you've coached and been the head coach for, but as the all-star game coach, you have to, you have to be willing to delegate to guys on your staff, do you feel like you did a pretty good job with that? I did. I, I put really my entire 
faith into those guys that they were going to do a, a good job, and they certainly did, even to the point where my position coaches picked the players that they wanted to work with. Really? Of all the nominees, I didn't get involved in terms of, um, you know, I, I think this kid should be on the team. You know, I wasn't going to tell the offensive line coach, for instance, that he should take somebody, and he maybe wanted someone else. So I, I had total faith in what they did. They had a lot of input in terms of what we were doing. It was really coaching by committee, which I really enjoyed. Tom, I, I had the uh, privilege to coach a couple of basketball all-star games, but at the end, when when I thought my basketball days were, were, were going to be done, and then I came back, kind of like you, I came back at Martin Luther and I spent another four years, but I was asked to do an all-star game um, over at Montmurray College, and Jimmy Gaz, the head coach that, that at that time at King, asked me and the head coach at, at Marshall, and we were raising money for a place over on Capitol Drive that really helped kids in need. And so I was excited about it, and we, we showed up, and they gave uh, the coach, Coach Coleman and I, the, the roster, and they gave us five minutes to look it over. Then they flipped a coin, and I got the first pick. He got the next two. Then I got one. He got one, and down the line. And halfway through the selection process, there's probably 50 people there. Coach Coleman said, hey, can we take a time out? I just need to t- talk to Coach McGivern for a second. So we go to the parking lot. He goes, man, what are you doing? I said, what? He goes, you're going to get killed. I said, absolutely not. I love this this team. He said, look, when you're down 30 and you start wa- waving the white flag, I am not going to um, stop what we're doing. I said, that's okay. I know, I understand. And, Tom, we got one practice for 45 minutes, and I went, oh, I love this group. And I'm telling you, Todd, all I'd have to do is say, after the made free throw, uh, run a 12 and trap the first pass. Stuff like that. And these kids all did it. They all made the, the, the extra pass. And with about four minutes to go, we were up like 110 to 80 or something. And he's waving the white flag, and I was just smiling, shaking my head. I was so nervous before that game because we had so much talent. And I just want to make sure that everybody got in and, and got right. a good feel and stuff like that. But I pick guys that that really liked playing the game, not the real high flyers and stuff. And, man, did we have fun. You know, I, I heard a story from Magic Johnson years and years and years ago that echoed what you just described, Mike. He said when he was on the playground and he was picking players to be on his team on the playground, he didn't pick the best players. He picked the players that wanted to win more. And that's who he went with. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Exactly. And it's funny, Tom, and, and I don't know if Coach, Coach Coleman, hopefully he's not still in the market because he won't be happy with this, but the, the, he had the last pick in, the, in, in this, and it was a kid who played for him. And he said, I don't want that kid. That kid's a nightmare. I said, I'll take him. He said, really? I go, yeah. Well, I made sure I let that kid know. I said, hey, so you know, young man, you were the last pick in the draft, and Coach Coleman had it. And I took you because he was like, I don't know if I want him. And he goes, really? I said, yeah, I think you're a good player. I don't know. I started him, Tom, and he played the game of his life and got named the MVP of the whole thing. Fantastic. And he held up the trophy, and I put my arm around him, and Coach Coleman just looked at me and shook his head like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And they kind of had a little bit of a laugh to it. But, you know, whatever. But I was nervous before that game because of the amount of talent that we had. And it was hard then to go back, you know, and then look at some of the teams I had. And we'd have one or two good players. And this team had like 12 of them. 
And so it was fun to do some things that we couldn't do normally throughout the year. And I know that's some of the stuff you guys got to do in the All-Star Games that you were the head coach. And the two teams, the four teams that are playing today, one at 2 o'clock, the small school All-Star Game um, will will kick off at 2 o'clock. 6 o'clock, the large school All-Star Game at Titan Stadium up in Oshkosh. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Major Nicholas Morales. U.S. Marines, they're a big sponsor of this game, and it's always really good to have him on because he's just a really good man and understands the importance of high school athletics and the importance of this All-Star game. And we'll get to him on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver, my co-host, Tom Swiddle. Two-time head coach of this All-Star game that's going on today up at Titan Stadium. There's two of them. Two o'clock, six o'clock, small school, large school. And it could these games could not happen. They couldn't happen with sponsors that believe in the importance of you know, high school student-athletes and the importance of Children's of Wisconsin and the combination of the two. And we are joined now by Major Nicholas Morales from the U.S. Marines. And before we talk to him about the importance of this game and the Marines being a sponsor, we just want to thank Major Morales for, for his service um, to our country. Major Morales, thank you so much for that. And how are you doing? Uh, thank you, guys. I appreciate that very much. I'm doing great. It's great to talk to you guys again. Yeah, it, it, you know what? It's always good to talk to you, sir, and I wish I could have you in studio, but maybe next year we can get you in studio. Major Morales, these games and the things that um, that the WFCA does uh, that I think and a lot of people think are really important to our community couldn't happen. We couldn't do things like this without people like you and the U.S. Marines. And I'm wondering the importance of the U.S. Marines uh, being at this game and being such a big part of, of what we do for the this these these senior football players and children of Wisconsin, can you talk a little bit about why it's important for you to be part of something like this? Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I'm the commanding officer for the Marine Corps recruiting station based out of Milwaukee, and we cover down on Marine Corps recruiting for throughout the state of Wisconsin. And it's important to us because we develop relationships with these student athletes throughout the school year. Our Marine recruiters are visiting high schools. They're getting to know these uh, young men. And so it's important to us to give back to the community and to strengthen those relationships and those bonds. And we see the partnership with the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association as one that's really important because it allows us to do just that, give something back to the community through this all-star game. Hey, Tom, how, it's just so important and impressive that the U.S. Marines and, and, and Major Nicholas Morales understand the importance of of shaking hands with, you know, young men like like these seniors that have you know are all stars and are excited to play football and and I think they're really onto something to be able to be close to guys like this because these are the kind of men that that would make really good Marines. They obviously have that senior have that service leadership heart. Are good athletes. Are good in school. And, and certainly would really fit with that mold of what um, Nicholas Morales is looking for as the major in, uh, with the U.S. Marines recruiting, right? Absolutely. And, and, when you, and you said a mouthful there, Mike, because uh, you know, the guys that are playing in this game and the ones that will come to the game 
and, and watch and participate in all the different things that happen with the All-Star festivities, you know, those are the, the, the people that the Marines want to connect with and the, the people that come to the games certainly have a lot of respect for the United States Marines. You know, the biggest ovation, Mike, that we have had in connection to the All-Star game isn't really, you know, on the playing field. It isn't during the course of the game. It's the night before at the banquet, which we unfortunately could not have this year because of COVID. But uh, Major Morales speaks at the banquet, and he gets a standing ovation when he is done. There's a 1,000 people jammed into this room, and it's just unbelievable to see the respect that everybody has for the U.S. Marines and, of course, Major Morales. Well, Major Morales, it's got to be nice to talk, you know, to get up in front of a crowd that, you know, is so happy that you're there and so happy to listen to the words that you have to say to their their seniors and their student athletes and the importance of, uh, and I would assume the importance of, of being a good person and, and taking care of your business and understanding the importance of servant leadership, it's got to feel good for you when when you're, wa- when you're walking into a crowd like that that you know is very accepting to, to your message. Absolutely. I mean, we have a great relationship with the community here, and uh, the All-Star Game Banquet is a reflection of that relationship, and uh, it certainly does feel good to be able to speak to a group of people that are so supportive. Hey, Tom. And you know, Mike, their fingerprints, the, the Marines' fingerprints are all over this event. I'm just going to sort of run down all the things that the, the United States Marines do for the All-Star experience. They, they visit the training camps, and this year the training camps were at three sites rather than the normal two, so there was a lot of traveling done by the United States Marines, but they travel to all the training camps and they put on a team building leadership workshop for the players and coaches, which is unbelievably um, received by those that uh, participate in that. Um, They also supply the color guard. The vocalist at the game singing the national anthem is a corporal in the United States Marine. Um, Even the coin flip, the, the the coin that Major Morales uses at the ceremonial coin flip before the game is a Marine coin. And I'd just like you to talk a little bit. It's, it's called the challenge coin. Isn't that correct, Major Morales? Uh, that's correct. Uh, a challenge coin is a military tradition in which uh, commanders and senior enlisted leaders of different units can hand out a coin to somebody that's done a good job, and then you collect those coins and, and kind of compare them. Uh, with your peers. So that's what we use for the coin flip during the game. Man, that's I, I love that. And I love the fact, Tom, that, that they are just fully invested in this and, and the, their willingness, Tom, to travel, you know, this year to three sites. And, and I knowing these guys, they didn't bat an eye. They said, fine, no worries, man. We'll head over to all three yeah, I sites. Gave, I gave them the out to not have to go to UW River Falls because that is a really long trip. They said, absolutely not. We are going to go there. So, hey man, Tom, you, you understand if if uh, if Major Morales told a few of those boys that they had to run there, man, they're Marines. They may have taken yeah. a little bit of break, but they would have they would have gotten it done. It could have been a little later, but I'm glad they got in the car, made the drive, and took care of uh, their business. Tom, it's important too for the WFCA to continue this partnership with the U.S. Marines because when when you when you tie 
tie in and partner with with these guys, you got to feel really good when they say they're going to do something. They go ahead and do it, and they go get it done. Absolutely, and you know what, Mike? They're not just involved in the the All Star games, but all our events. They have a the Marines have a heavy presence again at our clinic, and they connect with literally thousands of coaches at our clinic yearly. And they just do so much for the WFCA. And again, we're just so happy to have them aboard on this. Hey, um, can I ask you, uh, Major Morales, do you know in other states, um, are the Marines involved with, with, with the High School Football Coaches Association in other states? Or are, are you doing something here in the state of Wisconsin that might be different than, than other Marine recruiting areas through, uh, throughout the country? Well, that's a great question. Each recruiting station has the authority and autonomy to develop relationships and partnerships with the local community as they see fit. Uh, many recruiting stations do do something similar, um, and others do something different. Uh, what we try to do here out of recruiting station Milwaukee is really partner closely with both the WIA and the WFCA, and this All-Star Game specifically is one of our keynote events of the year, in which we really try to support. Uh, with as much as we can. You know, for more information on the Marines, marines.com is where you're going to want to go, marines.com, nice and easy. You can uh, take a look at about the Marine Corps, life as a Marine, become a Marine, parents and family, explore the Corps, and there's a lot of information on that website. I'm a little too old for this. I'm telling you, they wouldn't want me to come and try to join, but (laughs) look, there are some grandsons that, you know, are, are once they get a little older, I may send him over to uh, Major Morales and have him talk to him because I'll tell you, you go on that website and purpose and belonging and then Marine Corps standards and our purpose, you're not going to be surprised. When you walk in, if your son or daughter walks in to the recruiting station, if you look at this website, you're going to need, you will know what they're looking for and and how they go about it and there is there there's going to be nothing underhanded there's no like oh surprise you have to do this here it is purpose and belonging marine corps standards and our purpose it is a, a total website of, of their mission statement and it's right there for you to be able to read it and and get involved in it um major Morales, i can't thank you guys enough Again, U.S. Marines, a major sponsor of today's All-Star Games at Titan Stadium uh, up in Oshkosh. And again, 2 o'clock kick for the small school, 6 o'clock for the large school. And uh, U.S. Marines, again, as always, right there up front as a major sponsor of this. Uh, major, thank you so much for your time, and and have a good day today. Enjoy this uh, these high school football games. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen, very much. Appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. You got it. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, the head football coach at UW Oshkosh, UW Whitewater. Ooh, Kevin, I'm sorry I said that. Kevin Bullis, UW Whitewater head coach, will join us. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Tom Swiddle. He is the past president of the WFCA, associate head coach at Arrowhead. We are now joined by the head football coach at UW-Whitewater. And UW-Whitewater, they hosted the South Large and South Small 
uh, training camps this week. And, again, games are, are going on today up in Oshkosh. Kickoff 2 o'clock uh, for the small school, 6 o'clock for the large school games. And Coach Kevin Bullis from UW-Whitewater, thanks for joining us. How you doing today? Hey, I'm doing fantastic, and thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to talk with you today. Yeah, you bet. You know, we we uh, we love when you join us uh, for this All Star Game weekend that we have. And and Coach, I got to tell you that you know we're we're starting to kind of come out of you know this year of of nightmares. I think is what I'm thinking it is, and to be able to get back to some sort of normalcy, um, things on on campus at UW Whitewater starting to come back to some sort of normalcy. No doubt, and I think that's been something. I mean, you know, it's it's one thing for us as as older people, I guess, to to manage uh, adversity and challenges. Um, and and but I'll tell you, my plods really go towards um, these young students. And when I say students, high school, college, elementary students, um, it's really been impressive. And so it's exciting. This to me is, uh, you know, a year ago we weren't. Uh, talking about an all-star game because it didn't happen. And, uh, you know, we haven't totally turned the corner, but there is no doubt we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, Mike, I've, I've had the pleasure of spending two weeks on the campus at Whitewater in 2007 and 2016 at the South uh, training camp. And what, always, what I was always um, impressed with was all the activity on campus at Whitewater. It wasn't just you know, the all-star teams practicing there. They had every camp known the man there from tennis to cheerleading to whatever. And it's just so much activity going on. Coaches, is, is your campus as, as busy as normal in the summer? You know what? It's, it's busy. And I don't want to say totally normal. We've, been, we've had to really control our numbers, you know, for our individual camps. We've completed our um, – Football camps are our youth camp perimeter and, and lineman's camp, and we're still doing passing jamborees. Just not allowed the total numbers, if that makes sense, Tom. And yeah. that what we've had in the past. But yeah, if you're on campus today, you would see a you know a volleyball camp, you would see a soccer camp, and and it's been going all week uh, as well as the all stars, um, you know, during the course of this week. Hey, coach. Um, it's obviously it's it's a perfect location for for you know the south large and south small training camps it, it really is and and the facilities are are perfect but it's it's good i think also for for uw whitewater in general to be able to have these kids if they haven't experienced the campus at uw whitewater um, to be able to come out and and just experience what it's like to be on that campus and if they haven't made a decision exactly where they're going to want to go to school, you know what? There might be some kids that say, boy, I really like it. And it's really close to home. And it'd be, it'd be far enough away for me to feel like I'm away from home, but yet close enough to be able to get home on, on weekends if I wanted to get home. And I, and I think it's just a really good chance for people to experience, you know, what UW-Whitewater has to, to, to offer. Well, and that's, and that's the thing. I mean, we're so blessed with um, our facilities. We're very fortunate, whether it's our administration, our, our UW students and, and alumni that have supported us and, and um, you know, whether it's a beautiful stadium and the facility you have right now, we've got a brand new turf going in literally as we speak and a new locker room that's, you know, basically two years old and 
and that comes from support. And it's not just acad- um, athletics. It's, it's also academics. You walk around our College of Business building, Island Hall, it's amazing. And what those things do is build an experience for the students that are attending there, the students that come here for our camps, and obviously the all-stars. And, and for them to be able to experience those things and add to their experience that they've had this week, you know, five days. Uh, it's been a great five days for those young men and something that they'll treasure. And they would experience it at a place that has, takes um, facilities um, uh, as a priority. You know, Mike, I have sat in Coach's office there, and we've talked, and you look out his window in his office, and it overlooks, it's in the end zone, in, in the uh, south end zone, and it, it overlooks the field, and, of course, you see the stands. If you didn't know you were at Whitewater, and just walking through the football facility at Whitewater, you would think you were at a Division One program. That's how good the facilities are, and believe me, I've seen a lot of facilities through the years, and Whitewaters is as good as it gets. And I just have to ask you, Coach, how many kids on campus this week are actually going to Whitewater? You probably have quite a number of the guys that were there training. Yeah, so there's um, eight young men that are here this weekend. And, um, yeah, it's a good jump start for them. It's, I mean, obviously they've been on our campus and, and seen our facilities and things. But just getting a chance to kind of acclimate a little bit, live in the facilities a little bit, uh, experience it get to know their way around campus. That'll help kind of take a little bit of those jitters that come away. Our kids report on August um, 11th is when they'll come in. And so that'll, that'll help kind of remove a little bit of that jitters that they have uh, making that transition into college football and in and, and college life. Hey, Kevin, we're talking to Kevin Bullis, the head football coach at UW-Whitewater. And again, they, they host it this week, the training camps for the South All-Stars, the large and the small Hey, Kevin, you know, we talk a lot about the football part of this, and, and, and we'd love to just talk straight football with you. But the other side of this is the amount of money that we raise uh, for Children's of Wisconsin and, and talking to you throughout the years. And I understand how important servant leadership is to you as the head football coach, UW Whitewater, not only you and your staff, but you want your players to have that in their heart as well. And I think that this All-Star game has done such a great job for these seniors in high school because, look, when I was a senior in high school, Kevin, I only thought about myself. I mean, I did. I didn't know where my socks were half the time, but I only thought about me. And this is forcing these kids to understand that there's something way bigger than these kids as football players. Not even a question. I mean, and, and the, the um, I think the most important lesson of it all um, teaching them how much fun it can be to give back, how much they can enjoy that and how that enriches them as well as the people that they're helping, the, the, you know, the children's hospital. And I think that that's, you know, if there's anything we look at and as a football program and we're connected with the Fairhaven senior home here and we're connected with the special Olympics and, and doing different things. That to me is the greatest lesson that we can teach as coaches in, in the sense of that, how much fun, and how much they can enjoy by giving back. That's a lot of times I think young people haven't had a chance to experience the giving back process. And once you put them in a, in a manner like, uh, like the WFCA is doing right now with this football, this all-star game, they are teaching kids how to give back and enjoy that part of it. And, and once you can teach them that, that is something, that's a lesson that will go on for them 
for the remainder of their lives, and they'll pass that lesson on to others. That's a great point, Coach. And very quickly, as we're running out of time, what are the prospects for Whitewater this year? Hey, I'll tell you one thing, Tom. I'm so dang excited because last year we didn't get to play any games. And, and so um, September 4th, we're going to be playing a game in, in Perkins Stadium against Carthage. So it'll be a heck of a football game now. Um, but I, I just can't wait. And, and August August 11th won't come fast enough for us. So the prospects are exciting. I, I, I think all of us coaches and college players that didn't get a chance to play their game last fall, um, we won't ever take that for granted again. And, and I think that's probably been the biggest lesson we've learned over this year is uh, don't take some of uh, the things you love for granted. And, and uh, maybe we all uh, had in the past, but I think this has taught us to uh, have a greater appreciation. And, and so the prospects are awesome, Coach. Fantastic. Hey, Coach, last question real quick, um, and we, we've just got a couple of minutes, but, you know, how difficult was that for, for you and, and maybe some of these seniors that, that didn't know that, that they weren't going to be playing any more college football? And I'm wondering how you – you know, what, what do you say to those kids and what can you say, I, I guess, other than thank you for, you know, the time you spent with us and the, the time on campus, right? I mean, no, you, you nailed it. I mean, there, there's nothing. If there's one thing we taught to our players this year, and it was a phrase from uh, March 20th was the day we sent our kids home, March 20th of a year ago. So 2020 and, and, uh, you know, the, the, the main words I remember that I said to the team was control what we can control. And um, and that was ultimately my voice to them um, and those young men. Um, we're fortunate. We have a large group of that senior class is coming back. Um, there were some young men that were graduating last December or this past December. So they, they've moved on and, and, and they, they that's um, their efforts and their commitment to the program. I, I a great sense of appreciation and, and uh, there is definitely a little, there's that sadness that, uh, um, you know, they missed out on a senior year. Uh, but I do know this and, and, and this is reality. There's people that have lost family members and friends to this illness and those things. So I guess it fails in comparison um, to what other families and, and people that we know that have had to deal with uh, greater tragedy than, than losing some games. 100%. That's really well said. He is Kevin Bullis. He is the head football coach at UW-Whitewater. And again, they held their training camps for the South Large and, and South Small uh, All-Star Games. And, and these kids got a chance to, especially eight of them that are going to Whitewater, had a chance to kind of get a feel for what it was like to be on campus. Uh, Kevin, thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time today. We really appreciate it. And we really appreciate the partnership WFCA with UW-Whitewater. Well, and I really appreciate everything WFCA does for the state of Wisconsin and our football. There's no doubt the strength of um, they are the backbone of football in this state, and, and it's greatly appreciated. That's awesome. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, thank you for those kind words. Guys, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, Christine Bernacki. Uh, she is the VP of Engagement and Stewardship over at Children's of Wisconsin will join us. Looking forward to, to talking to Christine. And she's been, look, she's kind of the uh, the head honcho when it comes to these games. And so, we, Tom, we need to be very nice to her, by the way. Oh, 
I'll be at my best behavior. That a boy. Yeah, that makes one of us. You know that. We'll get to a break. Uh, thanks. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host Tom Swiddle, an associate head coach at Arrowhead. Hey, Tom, boy, Kevin Bullis, the guy at Whitewater, just uh, what a good guy he is. He is a super guy. I have known Kevin for a very long time. Um, I remember when he was at UW-River Falls way back when, coaching defense then, and, and I was so happy when he got the job at Whitewater. It was a great pick for Whitewater. It really was. And speaking of great picks, this next guest, and, and we have fun because we just think the world of her, she's the VP of Engagement and Stewardship at the Children's of Wisconsin. And as we're talking to Christine, in the next three segments especially, if you're feeling led to, to to help us raise more money for Children's of Wisconsin, giving.wisconsinw.org. Giving.childrenswi.org and then backslash events and then WFCA. And there's still, through Monday, you can still donate to what we're trying to do here. And, and we are joined by the VP, again, of Engagement and Stewardship. She is a Christine... Baranowski. I'm so close on that last name. Christine, how are you today? I'm doing great, and that was perfect, Mike. Thank you. I'm, I'm horrible on last names, so thank you for saying that, because I know Tom's rolling his eyes at me. Christine, we, uh, we've we talked now the first three segments about the importance of, of you know, the, the U.S. Marines being involved in this, and we talked a lot to Tom about his, his um, remembrance of being the head coach twice in this game, and it always comes back to, you know, the football part is really important. The friendships that these kids meet, other people from throughout the, the, the state and the conference are, is important as well. But at the end of the day, you know, b- being able to raise money, teach kids that there's things bigger than themselves and bigger than this football game, and that's the kids and the, the amount of work that Children's of Wisconsin does. I think that that at the end of this whole week, and the end of today's games, that's what they're going. To, these kids are going to walk away with the most, and and I believe that, Christine. I agree with you definitely. I um, in past years at this event, I have had the privilege of talking with some of the players, and while this game is so important to them and it's really prestigious, the the mission of Children's Wisconsin and what they're doing to support that mission is really so moving to these incredible athletes. So it's really, really special. We're really honored to be the partner with WSCA. You know, Christine, I feel a certain um, a certain affinity for this game because I happened to coach in 2007 was the first time I coached, and that was the first year that we partnered with Children's Hospital for the All-Star Games. And back then it was just one game. So much has changed over the last 15 years. But I have to tell you, I knew right from the very start that the WFCA had done the right thing in partnering with Children's Hospital. So, you know, 15 years, so good so far? Oh, my gosh. It's beyond. I mean, like I said, we are so honored to be a partner with WFCA. And over all those years, Mike, um, we – 
through WFCA have raised over $4.4 million for Children's Wisconsin, which is really incredible. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think people understood or understand the kind of money that, that, this this game and the partnership that of Children's of Wisconsin that what the WFCA and these student athletes throughout the state have done, and and that number is it almost makes your jaw drop a little bit when you put it together, and there's more to come, you know, because these kids again. These kids then go back into the community and they tell kids from their school, hey, if you make that game, try to beat the number I had. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And and look, they tell them all about, you know, some of the people that they've met. They talk to them about the Craig and Bryce uh, Ladwigs that we're going to talk about next and the Jeff and Jen Lobs and Jasmine that we're going to talk to after that and some of the, the their experiences through Children's of Wisconsin. And and look, if you're a parent or grandparent and aunt uncle, you you've been touched and you're in the state of Wisconsin, you know somebody. If they're not directly in your family, they're they're a friend, there's somebody across the street, they're a nephew, there's somebody that children's of Wisconsin has been treated like a million bucks because that's what you guys do over there. And it's just it it is an easy way for people like us and sports fans. And if you don't have somebody, if you don't have a, a child or an aunt or an uncle or somebody that that can tell you about somebody at, at Children's, believe Tom and I, because I've had look, my grandsons have been there. My best friend, one of my best friends, Mike Bush, his grand his grandson had been there for he was there a really long time, and he's doing really well right now. And it's because of the, the work that he had and the people that helped him from Children's of Wisconsin. So if you're feeling led to, to help us and give to this because you're a high school football fan and you're listening to this show, again, giving.wisconsinwi.org. And then you can find it, but it's backslash events backslash WFCA. And you can go ahead and donate through Monday. And I don't care if it's 10 bucks. Tom, you don't care if it's 10 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Whatever it is, let's get people used to giving, even if they don't have a son playing in this game. Well, absolutely. And you know what, Mike? Um, when I first started working with Children's Hospital, and even though I've coached two years, I've been really involved in, in all the games since 2007 and in quite a few different capacities. It's amazing the number of people that are connected to the game, players today that are playing who would know somebody or maybe personally at one point were, um, you know, treated at Children's Hospital. One of my proudest moments of being involved in the game as a coach was when my son spoke at the banquet. Um, My son was a patient of Children's Hospital, and he spoke at the banquet about his experience. Christine, that's got – and look – you know, you live on that postage stamp, right? And 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 I, I'm sure you never take any of these stories for granted. But man, the love that that people have for where you work is is really almost at an all time high at this point. Well, that's so nice of you to say. You know, when I think about Children's Wisconsin, we were founded 125 years ago by the community. And it's really the community's generosity that allows us to do all the things that we do to help kids be the healthiest in the nation. It's, you know, it's really our differentiator when you think about our wraparound services that we have, our pet therapy, our art therapy, our music therapy, our research. It's really what 
really is so fundamental to what is different than other uh, organizations. So we're, we're just so honored that the community is so supportive. And the really nice thing about this event is that all the money that's raised from today from the game and, and leading up to the game is really at all stays in the state of Wisconsin. So you're, you're helping the Wisconsin's kids. Boy, that's, I'm really glad that you said that. That's really important. You know, every day, again, remember what she said, all the money that's raised, you know, from last night's game to these two games today, to anything that we can have people go online and give it all stays here in the state of Wisconsin. Christine, last year was a very difficult year for a lot of people and a lot of companies. And, and, and I can imagine that Children's Wisconsin, with the amount of fundraising that you guys do to offset some of the costs, that had to be it had to be a very difficult year for for Children's of Wisconsin, but for you personally as well. I think I agree. I think it was a tough year, really, for everyone. And you know, surprisingly and and thankfully, the community showed up. And we, you know, even though we weren't able to do these games last year, the the student athletes and the coaches still raised money to help support Children's Wisconsin. So. You know, it's nice to have that last year behind us, and we're excited that we're here today and we're able to, you know, have the games and still have these incredible student athletes raise money to help the kids. Hey, Tom, you and I have a example of the different things that um, Children's has used the money raised by this game for. I I think our listeners would love to hear some of the things that you guys have done with that money. Sure, definitely. Well, like I said, a lot of this money goes to uh, cover the things that aren't covered by insurance. So it's our art therapy, music therapy. We have a teen lounge in the main hospital campus on the 12th floor, and it's a really cool space for the teens that are in the hospital, and it's got lots of games and different kinds of programming. And so some of the funds that have been raised through this event in the past have helped to support uh, some of the programming and the games that are available in that teen lounge. And, you know, Christine, I've been in the teen lounge. Uh, Dan Brunner and I did a commercial on there, oh, many years ago, I guess. And I want you to know I got taken to task in a foosball game by one of the patients. (laughs) I got destroyed. (laughs) <laughs> I got destroyed in football in the Christine, team lounge. Christine, that doesn't surprise me at all. I'm sure it doesn't <laughs> surprise you. You know, those Marquette high boys, man, they could be taken. You know, this kid <laughs> probably let Tom win the first game and said, hey, you got a dollar on you? Let's play for a dollar. And then took that dollar right out of Coach Swindle's pocket. Yeah. So anything else, Christine, that comes to mind with the money? The Berlin Hearts, correct? Oh, that's another great example. Yes. And, um, you know, and one of the families that you're going to be speaking to, um, the Jennifer and Jeff Lobbs family, they have um, they have a kiddo that ha- was born with a congenital heart disease. So it's amazing the things that we're able to do with donations. And that's a, a lot of it is through research. So, you know, there's a lot of research that gets done uh, right on campus, and it's translational research that we can start um, bringing it right to the bedside. So it's really, it's really special, and all of that cannot be done without philanthropy. Man, and that look, this game is is different than some of the events, obviously. 
um, that Children's Wisconsin do. This this thing, these are these are student athletes from around the state of Wisconsin getting a chance to play in their last high school football game before they move on with ever part whatever they're gonna do. The, the next part, the next chapter of their life, they're going to one last time be able to put that uniform on, you know, hang out with some some kids in their conference in their area, be able to raise money for Children's of Wisconsin, and then look come tomorrow or come in two weeks, they'll be able to then kind of move on physically and mentally. But look, I know for a fact that what they're going to learn about Children's of Wisconsin here and what they learned this week and what they're going to learn at those games today is going to stay with them for a long time. And, Tom, I, I know for a fact that you agree with me on that. Absolutely. I, I cherish every minute that I spent coaching the game and doing all the other things that I've done with, with the game through the years. It is such a worthwhile thing to do. Hey, Christine, thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. We really appreciate you know how hard you work and the partnership that that you have, you personally and Children's of Wisconsin has with the WFCA and these All Star Games, and uh, just thank you. We look forward to each year to talking to you about about the partnership, and, and next year is going to be even bigger and better. Well, I the the gratitude goes to all of you. I, thank you for the opportunity, and thank you to the WFCA for being our partner for so many years, and. Thanks for instilling, you know, philanthropy and fundraising in these incredible student athletes. I, I agree with you. It's going to stick with them for the rest of their lives. It is. So it, thank you. You bet. Giving dot with children, wi.org backslash events backslash WFCA. Again, giving dot children's wi.org events WFCA. You have through Monday to be able to donate. And I'm asking you to do that. You know what? What a great way for you to to donate twenty, fifty, a hundred bucks. What everything is going to really help us get to the number that we're trying to get to. Christine, thank you so much for your time. Other side of the break, we are going to continue to talk about how how important Children's of Wisconsin is to our community uh, with Craig and Bryce Ladwig, and we'll do that on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented. By Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on twelve fifty AM the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum 
of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 